Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. All right, Spencer DeLille, welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So happy to have you on today. Thanks, Matt. Happy to be here. Yeah, you've got an interesting bio here that I pulled up, which is you're the director and facilitator of the Art of Living Foundation. Uh, you're an MC and spokesperson for the World Cultural Festival. Uh, you're the vice president, faculty, and board member of Telex Institute. And you're the vice president of the International Association for Human Values. How do all those things meet in the middle? Because I feel like you've listed them there, but there's probably a common string that runs through right. all of those things. So what is the common string that we'll be talking about today on the podcast? For sure. So... The common string is really our ability to manage our own mind and emotions. Nice. Okay. And really, neither at home nor at school have we really learned this tool. We learn all kinds of things. We learn mathematics and, you know, literature and, you know, and, and science and all kinds of different things. But one of the most key tools to actually be able to manage our own mind and emotions, we're, we're not taught about these things. And if the basis of learning and the mm -hmm. basis of really being able to live a fulfilled and, and happy life, at least one way to get there. Mm -hmm. And so you work with like, groups, organizations, and corporations. So you, you take this, it looks like individually, but then also corporately. And I know you talk a lot about like breath work. So feel free to enter that into wherever you'd like to along the way here. But what exactly is the Art of Living Foundation? What is that exactly? Yes. Yes. So the Art of Living, well, you probably noticed from living life yourself, it's not just a science, it's also an art, and we need to pay attention to both. Mm -hmm. Over 42 years ago now, the founder of the Art of Living, Guru Dev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, he started this foundation. You know, really, to the goal of the foundation is to create a violence-free, stress-free society. Okay. Nice. We've got our work cut out for us, that's yes. for sure. Yes. <laughs> How do we do this? Well, we teach very powerful transformative techniques that involve often many of them um, very powerful breathing techniques, some to raise your energy, some to lower your energy, some to balance your emotions, to heal traumas, um, others to give you very, very high levels of focus and put you in the flow. And then we also do uh, very powerful uh, meditations as well that bring the mind to the present moment and enable us to, you know, live fully. Hmm. Okay. And then that ties somehow into the Telex Institute. That's right. So Telex Institute is our corporate program. So we're present in about 60 countries around the world. We have about 500 organizational clients and we've taught upwards of 500,000 uh, leaders and employees in, mm -hmm. in companies. And the idea is that, you know, with 
the kind of life we live now, you know, we live in this. Have you ever heard of that term VUCA world? Mm -mm. No, I actually haven't. VUCA world is this volatile world we're living in. It's certainly complex. Right. <laughs> you know, things mm -hmm. felt simpler 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, many a time it can be ambiguous as well. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that, you know, we're expected to lead. We're expected to really put our best foot forward, but it's very difficult when the ground is constantly shifting underneath us. We have less and less time. And now, especially coming out of the pandemic, we've just been in front of these screens all the time. And I'm grateful because we can have this conversation. Right, right. But at the same time, you know, Microsoft did a study and they observed that, you know, during the pandemic, people were having their meetings were two and a half times longer. Oh, wow. You know, why is that? Well, you do miss a lot when you're not mm -hmm. in person, right? Mm -hmm. The other side of this is it adds a lot of stress, you know, having to be on all the time, not being able to shut off, being constantly connected to the devices. And stress can be addressed in a number of ways. But the way we do it is we do it with these powerful breathing techniques, some universal wisdom and meditation, and through particularly a breathing technique called the Sudarshan Kriya, which is the kind of the principal foundational technique we, we teach on our deeper dive programs. And then we have other programs that go into more in emotional intelligence, developing your own resilience, but interacting in the, in the corporate world. Many people, they would never have come across something like this, but when they get a chance to experience it, they can see the benefits not only in their personal sleep and their focus and their well-being, but also in the level of collaboration in the organization. Mm -hmm. Best invisible walls going up, and more of a chance to really connect from the heart and have those sincere, um, deep relationships. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of what then, if, if I'm correct, but a lot of what you're talking about is meditation, mindfulness practices that, and, and through that you're using breath work, which I do know from just being around health and wellness and leadership that for the most part, we typically breathe way too shallow. We don't breathe enough, but, you know, when we're breathing, we're not breathing intentionally. We're not breathing from you know, kind of the belly, we're breathing from the chest. And so there's a lot of scientific studies around how that basically causes our brain to misfire. And so we can't assimilate information accurately or from a broader point of view if we don't literally have enough physical breath. It'd be kind of like trying to drive our car with not enough oil in it. We're trying to make a physical mechanism do something it's not built to do that way, if that makes sense. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And that's exactly true. You know, like we have these, you could say two brains. We have the, what we call the lizard brain, mm -hmm. which is the, you know, kind of the amygdala complex, which is our original brain. That's kind of trained in, in actions around like fight or flight. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have our higher level cognitive uh, brain, the cerebral cortex, mm -hmm. more on the front of the brain here. And what happens when we get stressed out is that we go into this fight or flight and the cortisol level shoots up in the brain that enables us to, you know, bring, you know, blood and oxygen to our muscles to kind of fight or flee. But the problem is, is that it drains the brain uh, mm -hmm. of power and we get dragged into the amygdala, into these emotionally reactive states. And the beauty of the Sudarshan Kriya, the sky breath meditation, is that through these rhythmic breathing techniques, we're able to lower the cortisol and shift the activity back into the cerebral cortex mm -hmm. where, you know, higher level, you know, rational, intelligent thinking can happen. And if you think back, you know, do I make the best decisions when I'm, you know, 
afraid and anxious and furious or just right. come right when I have a more centered, calm mind. And that's really one of the big benefits that the sky breath meditation can give. And then as well, so many other benefits. Uh, we've noticed a big improvement in sleep. People that have mm-hmm. trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. For example, we have courses we do with our IHV organization that deals with institutions. We work with veterans and many of them, you know, they haven't been able to sleep for years, maybe just three or four hours a day. Mm-hmm. But the beauty, once they practice Sudarshan Kriya, even for the first time, they notice a big difference in their sleep. I'll, I'll, a short anecdote. We had a, a veteran that took our program and he told us that he hadn't slept more than four hours in the last 10 years since he was uh, deployed. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I sleep four hours, like I'm off the whole day. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah. Right. But I can't even imagine 10 years of it. Right. So you can imagine, I mean, his, he had his hand on a swivel and, you know, very anxious. And really after, after doing the first uh, sky breath meditation, he actually came back to the workshop the next day and he was upset with us. Mm-hmm. And he told us that he had slept 10 hours that night and he almost missed his dentist appointment. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it was remarkable just to see how powerful it is that in such a short period of time, it could really make such an impact on this person's nervous system. And now we've got over um, 500 million people in the world have either experienced our programs or attended our events. So many people have been, had a chance to, to benefit, but many mm-hmm. people also have never heard of us. So mm-hmm. uh, when you say sky breath meditation, what exactly is the breathing technique, I guess, or what right. is the focus right. of the meditation? What is it exactly? Yeah, that's a great question. So this technique is very powerful technique, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And really, you need to come on a course uh, to mm-hmm. learn it. Mm-hmm. But I can share that, you know, maybe you've noticed that, you know, in nature and even in yourself, there are different rhythms in nature. So, for example, the sun rises at a certain time, the sun sets at a certain time. You know, you become hungry at one time, maybe tired another. So in the same way, our body also has, and our our whole human system has a rhythm. And sometimes with stress and the nature in which we live our lives now, it gets thrown off. And really what the Sudarshan Kriya does is it, it enables us to bring more harmony and balance so you can experience that joy again. You know, a lot of people feel they kind of have lost their joie de vivre. And there, and the juice in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of this is that it really takes out and reaches out and throws a lot of those traumas and stresses out, so we can come back to our inner nature, which is peace, which is joy, which is love. And so, essentially, on the program, it's a three-day course, a public course, mm-hmm. uh, but three hours a day in person. You can also do it online, three days consecutive days, two and a half hours per day. We will teach you some preliminary breathing techniques to get your system ready to receive the Sudarshan Kriya. And then after once you're prepared, then we'll teach you the Kriya, Sudarshan Kriya. It's a rhythmic breathing technique. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be breathing in different rhythms. Maybe you've noticed that even our breath has different rhythms. Like if you're feeling like overwhelmed and your mind is stuck in the future, like what, what kind of emotions do you, do you feel in that situation? Right, yes, right. Anxiety, anxiousness, yeah. right? Fear, whatever yeah. that, yeah. Exactly. All those things. And then if you think about the past, similarly, maybe regret, uh, you get stuck in either the future or the past. And the problem is, is that our mind is constantly vacillating when we're stressed between these two places. And it can just be exhausting, actually. Mm -hmm. 
So the beauty of the Sudarshan Kriya is that the breath, obviously, when we feel, say, happy, you know, you have you, the in-breath is very pronounced, you know, you watch the lovers and they just, they're writing their love poem and they're just breathing in, you know, without end. Or if someone's very sad and depressed, you know, like the sigh, it's very, the out-breath is very pronounced. So what we did is the Sudarshan Kriya, it makes this, instead of a one-way street, you feel a certain emotion, you experience an emotion, you breathe in a certain way. We use the breath to address the emotions and the mind. And so through these different rhythms, very specific rhythms, we've been able to accomplish that. And, and it's cool because you kind of leave with a home practice you can do at home. And then we have a group practice that you can come and practice on a weekly basis. And the beauty of this is that it kind of gives you self-autonomy. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to depend on a pill or a gadget or an app. You have this practice, you can do it where you want, you can do it when you want. And it's very empowering and, and transformative. Mm. No, that's, that's cool. You know, everybody needs to feel more alive and more present, right? I mean, that's a lot of, in a lot of corporate structures and a lot of organizations now, it's all about, actually, I was on a a call yesterday with a guy and he was talking about the conscious level of the leadership and how they gelled and whether they would be able to, you know, do transformative work within the, the business. And similarly here, we're actually talking about a physical practice of being able to gel or to basically come together in a way that allows, you know, better decision-making is usually the way I would look at that. If I'm being more present, if I'm being more mindful and a lot, you know, if I want to get to presence and mindfulness, the breath, it doesn't matter what tradition you come from. It seems like breath is the fastest way to get there, right? Whether to lower anxiety, to lower stress, to be more present. It's like, okay, we need to breathe, right? In fact, you know, even I've heard it said that the word Yahweh to at a certain point was literally not a word. It was like, that was a breath, like you were breathing, but that was the only way that they could translate it was basically to write this word. Yahweh was really not a name. It was like air coming in and out of your system because you're breathing in, you know, God or grace or the divine, you know, you're breathing, yeah, you're breathing this in. And, you know, I know I hike a lot. I live in the mountains. And so I hike a lot. And I know when I hike, you know, my breathing changes and I'm not doing necessarily a mindfulness practice or a breathing meditation, but I do notice that my breathing changes and I do feel more grounded or feel more present. And it seems like uh, new ideas come, more energy comes. I mean, why do we go on vacation? A lot of times people go on vacation to be on the ocean where they can, you know, they're breathing air that has a little bit different makeup, but they're typically breathing more, more air, right? They're breathing, right? And then people go play golf, they're breathing, you know, you're outside and you're breathing. So there, I think there is something to the, or I know there's something to breath, to breathing and connecting that to, you know, if I'm breathing better, I'm probably a better dad. I'm a better husband. I'm a better friend because I'm being more grounded. I'm being more centered. And you, it sounds like what you guys are focused on is really doing that as an intentional practice to get into the present moment through the breath, right? And through a meditation so that you can be more present for whatever is in your life. Is that? That's that's exactly it. And yeah, just a simple example. So, you know, imagine yourself at the office and we all have difficult meetings mm-hmm. and maybe someone accuses you of something, you know, you didn't do, or they blame you for something or, you know, something's just not done after weeks and weeks of asking about it and following up. So obviously frustration, anger, you know, resentment can come. And so the meeting ends often, often many of us are on back-to-back meetings these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we go into the next meeting and how likely is it that 
you're still feeling that way. Right. Well, yeah. pretty like, right. <laughs> exactly. So, so how clear are you going to be able to perceive this new situation? Mm-hmm. And how deeply are you going to be able to listen? Are you even going to be able to listen to the other or are you still caught up in your own mind? So the idea is that when we practice these techniques, as you were sharing, you know, and combine it with really healthy practices of being outside, being in nature, going to the mountains, going to the ocean. What we notice, especially with Sudarshan Kriya, is that our baseline level of stress lowers. And instead of being up here, like as a baseline, and then you get into that difficult meeting and you're way up here and you go into the next meeting like that, well then, Sudarshan Kriya with daily practice, up, 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 it lowers down. So that maybe you go from here to here. Mm-hmm. So it's much more easier to manage. It's much more easier to kind of come back to your center. And as well, we also offer some techniques actually that you can do in the moment, Mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment, kind of ad hoc, where no one will know you're doing them and they can bring more centeredness and more reflection uh, in those types of scenarios. And one other example I'll give is on the organizational level. Mm -hmm. So we've seen our clients, our clients also have measured their productivity and they've seen actually improvements in their level of productivity. Why? Uh, well, a number of reasons, but their staff and leaders are more in the present moment. So when we're not in the present moment, what happens? Well, something that's supposed to take us 10 minutes takes us maybe half an hour or more. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the mind is constantly going on a vacation. We have to keep coming back. So we're more present. Like I shared before, people are much more able to see things as they are rather than clouded by their last you know, few interactions or what have mm-hmm. you. And then the other aspect is that you get a lot more energy, a lot more energized. So that's what we've seen some real tangible results with our clients, you know, not only on an individual level and a wellness level, which is very important, but even in the bottom line uh, for the organization. Hmm. Very, very cool. So this is something under the Art of Living Foundation, these other things then. Is that accurate? Well, actually, all those three organizations, it's all separate organizations. Okay. Uh, and it's all kind of sister organizations, you could say, of the Art of Living. Yeah. So Got Art it. of Living general public organization. TLEX Institute is our corporate. We also work with governments and we work with NGOs and and startups. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then IAHV, the International Association for Human Values, that's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is our organization for institutions. So all the work we do with the veterans, with the military, with the police, with first responders that are going through a tremendous amount of, of trauma and intense situations, the work we do in schools, all that is through the International Association for Human Values. Got it. Okay. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, I was looking at some of the stuff here. So you've done workshops for a lot of the big corporate names, Google and Verizon and in, uh, Intuit, which is QuickBooks. and That's right. Oh, Deloitte. Okay. So trying to help those organizations be more mindful and more present. Good. Yeah, that's it. And it kind of comes back to, you know, this whole idea of our mission, you know, is to create this violence-free, stress-free society. And, you know, we spend most of our time at work. You know, our internal environment is a reflection of our external environment and the same goes both ways. So if we are able to cultivate that peace and serenity within us, often we can be kind of like that lighthouse for peace and serenity. And, and you did mention about the World Culture Festival, and that was really the goal of the, of the World Culture Festival that we just held. We took over the entire National Mall in D.C., and we had a three-day celebration of culture and 
it was a remarkably transformative experience and a lot of crazy stories. And yeah, uh, it sounds like it, it was absolutely amazing. And so you guys were at the Washington Mall for three days just doing workshops. Is that what you were doing or? Well, what we did was, you know, we just noticed in actually it's the fourth edition. We've done four of these. Mm -hmm. The first one was in Bangalore, India. Then we did one in Berlin, in -hmm. Germany. And so we did this massive, you know, we had 70,000 people there from around Mm -hmm. the world, celebration of peace and unity. And, and then we held another one in Delhi. That was our biggest one. We had almost 4 million people come. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I was MC for that one as well. And it was just amazing. I remember being on stage and just having tears in my eyes to see so many people, you know, of, okay, we may have our differences. We may th- think differently, mm-hmm. but we can all celebrate our diversity of culture. And maybe that's our richness, our diversity, actually, and see how, you know, we don't just have to tolerate each other, but we can actually celebrate each other and love each other and maybe even realize that, you know, we're not so different and, and we're a one world family. Mm, that's beautiful. That's, yeah, yeah, that's really nice. And so is it the artofliving.org? Is that the? That's or... right. So, yeah. Art of Living, our website, yeah, artofliving.org. And then TLEX is uh, TLEXinstitute.com. Okay. And then IAHV is uh, IAHV.org. Okay. Perfect. Well, people can reach out if they want more information about what you guys do there and some of the workshops, right? That's it. That would be wonderful. We'd love to uh, have them on a workshop and we'd love to have you and your team on a workshop too. So if you you are interested, let's stay in touch. uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Bright Vibe podcast and uh, we wish you all the best with your continued mission to help the world be a better place. My pleasure, Matt. And thank you for really bringing people together around such positivity and uplifting uh, the community. It's, it's so important. And uh, yeah, hats off to you on the great work you're doing. Well, thank you so much. Well, I'm sure we will run into each other again somewhere in the world. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, B-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.